Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And as a surfer, he explored the beaches of Southern California from La Jolla to Leo Carrillo and up to Pismo. I'm captain of the Pismo Beach Disaster Relief. Whoa, is this the sand dunes? I tried to do this at Pismo Beach when I was growing up. Oh, really? Sandboards, like we always like make them in the garage and stuff like that, and it would never work. Never worked. No. <laughs> never worked. I am from Pismo Beach, sir. You're a long way from home, aren't you? That's about 100 miles up north. I kept looking all over for Pismo Beach just to get a bowl of clam chowder. I found it. I have moved my home to Pismo Beach. Later, while we were learning about the Pismo Beach disaster, I didn't even know that there was a college here. Well, I commute to San Luis Obispo twice a week. There's a deer. Dewey just called from Pismo Beach. He says there's no way he could have grabbed your ass. California's been good to me. Hope it don't fall into the sea. Sometimes you got to trust yourself. It ain't like. Yeah, new edition of the Slow Cal Pod. Jerry Perez is back with me. I'm Cyrus Sotsis. You can follow me on Twitter at DogSurfRocho. You can follow the program on Twitter at Slow Cal Pod. And if Jerry ever gets a Twitter account, we'll share that. You're on, are you on any social media? You got a Facebook page, but that's all like private esoteric stuff. Do you have anything that's public? <laughs> you could ask me this question every episode. Yeah, every episode. Is, start, a- is that our intro? Well, because I mean, we're, we're, I mean, this is a digital platform, right? I mean, podcasts are available through computers and phones. So one of the best ways to market it is to actually have social media and try to spread the word that way. So part of this, I guess, is me subliminally like jabbing you like, hey, get this going. Come on, get on social media so you can help me raise awareness, raise the brand. Um, You throw a jab, I duck. And then another part of me is just like, I know you're never going to do it. So uh, I'm just going to keep bringing it up and it'll become a nice bit each week. Um, <laughs> so a few topics of discussion for this week. Part of the reason why I, I wanted to host today. So it's, we're recording this on Thursday. Jesus, fucking October. It's October 1st. October oh my. 1st. October 5th. I mean, if, if public gatherings were encouraged, yeah, I'd be with you. I fucking love that. Um, so we're now in month 10 of the worst year in recent human history, certainly in our lifetimes. Um, and because of this pandemic, a lot of people are going outdoors because what else can you do, right? Like nearly everyone on the planet is miserable. Jerry, are you, are you still doing your routine where you go to the Cal Poly track and, and do your laps? Yes, I walk. I don't run, folks. I, I walk. I chill. I stroll. <laughs> yeah, but you, but you do it for like like hours at a time, right? A couple hours at least. Yeah, so you're you're still burning calories. You're still you know getting this workout. I burn them and I gain them all right back as soon as I get home. Well, the good news is if you at least you're doing the walking. If you didn't do the walking, you'd probably get really fat. So at least you're balancing <laughs> things out, right? Uh, I hope I'm maintaining my heft. <laughs> I'm maintaining my uh what do you call it big boneness yeah 
Um, so, you know, so people are going outdoors because there isn't much else to do. I don't know what people are going to do like two months from now when it's freezing and especially places that aren't in California where it snows and it's like raining. And at least we're kind of lucky in that regard where it's just kind of summerish all year round. But um, so one of the activities that has picked up drastically in popularity, much to my disdain, is surfing. There are way more people in the water than there normally are. Um, and, and a huge reason for that is because, again, of the fact that there just isn't much for people to do. And so a lot of people are trying surfing out. It's And I have two fucking massive gripes. And Jerry, have you ever surfed? You ever gone on the water? Never. I mean, as a kid, I did my fair share of, like, bodyboarding. But yeah. that was, like, a minute. All right, all right. At an no, no temptation to ever try it? Uh, no, I guess a temptation kind of puts a negative interest. Uh, Do you have any interest? A, in a little bit. I mean, okay. the, the ocean is great. I just, I it think is. it's one of those things I take for granted here on the central coast. Yeah, you might, if you're not getting in there. I mean, it's, it's a, what's a mixed bag. This is not the ideal coastal setting for like swimming in the water and the water never gets warm here really enough to not trunk it. Right. Um, so, you know, and it's, and it's sharky. I mean, like I said, as I've mentioned before, a month ago, I saw a great white jump out of the water, straight breeze. You did? You're, you're, being, you're being facetious, right? Cause I'm no, talking about this, I'm being I'm serious. Talk- you saw one? Dude, I talked about this on the show. You forgot? Jerry, you don't smoke weed. I'm the stoner. What's going on here? <laughs> Wait. Yes, I, no, yeah, you did dude. not tell me this. Okay, may, oh, okay, you know what? Maybe it was the one podcast that you weren't on that might okay. be actually be the reason why yeah dude i didn't tell you this like so no. about a month ago i'm surfing at KU. so now so let me cut you off right now. yeah now please. you asked me if i want to go surf i know now you're gonna tell me this story i thought you knew this I, i'm sorry i, I thought you were aware well, i'm so, aware you... there's sharks you know somewhere yeah, well, there's like once a year <laughs> on the central coast there's a shark attack but is there really on average uh, well when i say the central coast i mean all the way down from like lompoc Right, to, right. Uh, so like Santa Cruz. Lompoc. Well, what's that one beach uh, kind of near Lompoc? It's like Jalima or Jalama. Halama. Halama. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was ignorant on my part. Um, Halama. Uh, it starts with the J, though. That's why I was pronouncing the J. I no, I shouldn't have. Yeah, I, that's, a, that's a gnarly spot. I, I, for some reason, I feel like once and every I believe two, there was years, an attack two years ago. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like I've heard a lot of stories of shark attacks there, but this is just a very sharky part of the coast. I mean, pretty much up from Humboldt down to here, they call this like the Emerald Triangle, basically, and, uh, and it's just shark-infested waters, and the only sharks that swim around here are great whites, and it's a mixed bag with the great whites, because on one hand, they're the biggest sharks, intimidating-looking motherfuckers, but on the other hand, they don't like to eat humans. They don't like our taste, which is such a fucking benefit for us. Unlike if you're going to like Hawaii or other parts of the world where they have, where they have like tiger sharks and bull sharks, those motherfuckers like to eat us. They like our taste. Um, great whites don't like us. The, the danger with great whites, and it's mostly with the juveniles, is that they mistake us for seals if you're a surfer. And they're curious and they'll come up and take a bite. Uh, but that one bite could kill you. You know, if it turns right vein. Right you're going to say they don't like the taste, but that one little niblet yeah. could wipe I'm, you out. Yeah, in that rare instance where that niblet happens. And again, it's mostly with the juveniles who do so because they're young. They don't, they don't know any better. That's what I saw. So I was out surfing at, at Cayucas, like just, uh, just, you know, I usually uh, surf near studio. And um, I was out there for like two hours. And all of a sudden, I just look out toward, toward the horizon and just whoosh, just something just jumped out. 
and just splashed. And I just, I saw it clearly and it was probably like at least 10 feet. It was wide as fuck. That's what stuck out, stuck out to me. Like I've seen a, a great wide once many years ago, the Monterey Bay Aquarium had a great wide in captivity. And I went, in, I went there and checked it out. And it was, I mean, it was ethereal. It was a beautiful thing to look at. They eventually had to, I think, release it because it started taking bites out of the huge tunas that it was swimming with. It, it didn't have like this a This was huge... in cage because yeah. they say they can't maintain them. They're like, Captivity. they die. Yes. Captivity, well, yeah. Monterey Bay Aquarium has this massive tank. I mean, they have quite a few tanks, but there's one that's really big that has all their, their largest uh, aquatic life. And so they put it in there. And yeah, they, it kept, they kept it in captivity for a few months. This was the only one that like survived. Like it was living, it was, it was living and it was, you know, it, was, it seemed to handle it okay, but it started again, biting the other fish and you don't want a great white biting you. You're he's going to fuck you up. And so it started killing so these huge tunas. A yeah. shark was going shark. Yeah. It was just being, it's yeah. It was just being acting. <laughs> it's a it's, famous now, Chris Rock joke about uh Siegfried and Roy and how they said that the tiger, the tiger. went crazy. No, the tiger went tiger tiger yeah it acted normal <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so anyway so they, they eventually released that great white that was at the monterey bay aquarium and they, and they gave up on trying to keep one captive um but that one that was in the in the aquarium was like maybe eight or nine feet and and you know it didn't look that huge it didn't mm-hmm. it looked fascinating i mean they are a fascinating animal or creature or whatever you want to call them um fish i don't know but <laughs> Right, I mean, they're fish. I don't know what the scientific. I don't think they're fish. Aren't they mammals? No, no, sharks are fish. Dolphins, oh, seals, whales are mammals. Yeah, okay. um, yeah. But sharks are like the top of the food chain for fish. I mean, there's nothing else that really comes close. So, anyways, the one I saw breach was way bigger, and again, it was just wide. There was like girth to it, and and uh, so I saw it jump out. And, you know, I was and a huge part of my head was like doing wishful thinking, like, oh, no, it was just a dolphin. Everything's fine. But it was just I was just trying to fool myself. It was so obvious. And um, I turned around, paddled in. I told two people. One person was like just shocked and they turned they did not continue on. And then I told this girl, I was like, yeah, I just saw Gray Wyatt. And she was like, huh? And just shrugged her shoulders and went in. <laughs> it's crazy. So, um, yeah, I've man, seen so- dolphins. That's why at first I was like, maybe it was a dolphin. No, but usually there's two or three at a time right and there could be one there's sometimes there's pods okay. sometimes i see individual ones but they, they, they're different like this one they're not fat and and when they breach they don't jump on their sides their jumps are usually like really fluid and and clean it's just uh you know they dive like head first no this one just flopped on its side it was crazy it was just crazy wow. it, was, it, was, it was very obvious so um yeah man and i i mean it's a cool story to tell but it's not a cool experience because every time I surf now, there's just that's that lingers in the back of your head. You know, I mean, you always know they exist, but when you see it, it's a whole new level. Right. Anyway. So, um, the whole, so ask me is, the question if I want to yeah. go surf. No, 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 not now. Cause I know you're not going to say, yeah, so I'll, try, <laughs> I'll try again in like a month or two a months. And well, here, here's the deal, man. The bottom line with the shark thing is great white sharks, the way they hunt, they like deep waters. And they especially like where the ocean bottom, like the seafloor, drops off like a crevice or a cliff, right? And what they do is they swim along the edge and the side of that crevice, uh, you know, that precipice. And they're looking up to sneak up on you and hunt you and attack you. So if you surf shallow water, you should be fine. They, they rarely, if ever, cr- like cruise around in shallow water just because every other animal can see them and it just kind of ruins their whole hunting approach right 
Um, so there's two fairly safe things you could do to basically be not concerned with sharks when you're surfing. One is surf in shallow water, and typically that's a smaller day. And if it's a big day where you have to paddle out way out there to not get creamed by, by the waves, thus making yourself suddenly vulnerable, the other thing you could do is surf in um, like, like, a, like a, a body of water that's full of kelp and, and seabed and like sea life, like, like plant life, sea plant life. Um, so on the bigger days, I'll go now to Shell Beach because I know gray whites aren't hung, hanging around there. They don't like, they don't because like swimming. Because of the kelp? Yeah, they don't like swimming through the kelp because it basically just alerts every other animal in the water they're coming. Mm. And so they just avoid it. That's why, for example, in Santa Cruz, like if you go to Pleasure Point, um, I don't know if Steamer's Lane, the supplies there as well, but like, like Pleasure Point in Santa Cruz has all these kelp beds and there's like never shark attacks. Like there's sightings just outside of it. Rarely, but on occasion. But um, yeah, so that's crazy anyways. because when you're out in the water and you feel seaweed rub up against you, gross, freak out, dude. I stepped on one. I I, I stepped on something slimy the other day, and I, I I'm hoping it was just a piece of kelp. But <laughs> yeah, it's not cool. It's not a cool feeling at all. Anyway, so I'm so 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 look for someone like me, especially. I've been surfing for over 20 years of my life paying my dues i've been surfing like 25 years now probably yeah 25 years it's like on the dock you surfing before you got here to slow oh yeah way before i mean i started surfing when i was 17 years old um first time i stood i, I started in san diego first time i stood up and, and and rode a wave was in maui like just a longboard um you know i tried it over the for a few years after that and then it wasn't until my early 20s in the bay area that it, i decided to really like just commit to to getting good at this you know i i the challenge of it kind of was like exciting for me. And, and, and even when you're a shitty surfer, like just being in the water feels so good. So it's not like it's a detrimental experience if you're out there and you have no idea what you're doing and you're wiping out and you're not surfing really just being out there is enough, right? It's a great workout and, and the ocean water has tremendous minerals and uh, healthy qualities to it. So, you know, I committed myself and, and in my early twenties really like went on a mission to start investing in surfboards and, one of my best friends in the whole world is a pro surfer. And so he would give me advice and, um, and eventually after years and years of doing it, I, I started to get pretty good at it. And, um, you know, so anyways, like I, it's the only thing in my life right now that gives me solace, like without it, like I'm mentally fucked. I don't know what else I would be doing right now to really not just end things, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a really dark place I would be in if I didn't have surfing in my life. It's like the only thing that's kind of, keep me afloat i guess and um so but the problem is all these other people are surfing there's like a lot of surfers now and especially so many fucking beginners and normally again i wouldn't care but we're in a pandemic you know so like you don't want to be in crowded fucking environments so so i guess the first reason why i, I wanted to host this podcast today for the people listening who are learning surfing or who are thinking <laughs> about learning surfing you have to learn fucking etiquette. And what surfing etiquette entails primarily is, one, if you're going to paddle to surf a wave, look around you and make sure you're not cutting someone else off, right? Like, so waves usually will have an open face that go in one direction or the other, either right or left. And whoever is deepest back has priority, right? They're first in line. But a lot of these fucking newbies aren't doing any research out there. Or they're not, or, or they don't give a shit, which might be even worse. And they're just fucking getting up and surfing whenever they want. So, like, there's like, almost every single time I go out there nowadays, and it's much worse on weekends. Like, weekdays aren't as bad. Like, I'll fucking get up to catch a wave, and someone else just gets up right in front of me. 
And if I have a nice surfboard out there and those boards co like collide, that's damage, dude. That's costing me money. That's a hassle. And it's happening all the fucking time. So, like, A, learn your spot in the lineup, man. And fucking go if you have priority. And if you don't have priority, back off. It's just basic surf etiquette. It's surfing 101. And for some reason over the last 10 years, another podcast I host is called Dropping In. It's on the same network, the Believe Podcast Network. And that's a surfing show I host. And we had Bill Martin on, on the, a few weeks back or a month back. He's uh, the main meteorologist for KTVU Channel 2 in the Bay Area. I don't know if you've ever seen that, Jerry. It's, it's a Bay Area station. I don't know if it comes down here. I'm aware of it, but no, I, okay. I've never seen it. So he's been a meteor meteorologist there for like 30 years, and he's a really chill dude. He's a surfer. He used to come on my old radio shows a bunch. And um, so we had him on, and, and he brought up a, a fascinating point, and which is that surfing used to be like a really aggressive sport like like pretty much every time i used to go out there i'd be ready to get into a fight mm -hmm. you know I've, I've had my fair share of like I've, I've never had a fist land on my face and or vice versa did you versa, get into but... it with the the hooies no well, no that, i would not mess with that man no of course not that's like <laughs> a gang dude there's like there's one of me how many of them are there right like i i, I don't want i don't want to fuck with that um, but he, but it's weird. Like for the, over the last 10, 15 years, like surfing has gotten friendlier and nicer. And, and I think part of the problem is like in, in, in that regard, since people are not getting that angry anymore over misgivings and surf etiquette being breached, like more and more people just think they can just get away with it. And uh, dude, I mean, are you saying this at all beaches? Cause I feel you couldn't pull that off in like Hawaii or certain parts of no, like the, South the, Africa and Australia. But that's a weird thing. Like, you're right. Normally, no chance in hell. But, like, I saw this video the other day at Lower Trestles, like, with the, which is just north of San Onofre. It's south of San Clemente in, in southern, southern California. San Onofre, is that where the boobs are? Yes, the, the nuclear power plants of the boobs, yeah. Does, it, does, the, <laughs> does the Diablo one not have boobs? I've never actually seen it, so I don't know. Uh, not like San Onofre. That's weird. I wonder why that is. So, anyways. So, uh... <laughs> But no, I saw this clip the other day. Like, the Lower Trestles is one of, is is arguably the highest quality wave in, on the California coast. Like, maybe uh, one or two of the waves in Santa Cruz might rival it, like Pleasure Point is Steamers Lane. But these are just like perfectly shaped waves. And dude, like the other this pro surfer posted this video on Instagram the other day where like this fucking longboarder beginner kook was out there with like these fucking pros. And just cutting him off. And, like, my, I replied. I'm like, dude, why did you not fucking, like, rain fists on this guy? Like, sometimes that is how people have to learn, you know? Like, right. if you're just out there being an asshole, whether or not it's, it's intentional or not, sometimes there are consequences, man. And, and you just do not cut people off. There's a hazard there. The, the, the primary hazard, besides your board being ding, is that the thing could fucking hit you and really injure you. Right, because you have the fins underneath that too and the board and the board itself if it's not a foam board is like is made out of fiberglass this epoxy resin that is hard as like a rock mm -hmm. and if that thing's flying at you dude yeah that could that could really mess you up so do learn some surf et etiquette out there a know your place know what the priority is and b we're in a fucking pandemic so if you're surfing at a place that's like a beach break like pismo for example like cayucas for example or moro bay where there are countless peaks and waves don't paddle up to fucking within a foot of someone else just because you want to surf there. That's a dick move. That is a total dick move. That is not social distancing. And I see that, man. I oftentimes have to like run away from people because I don't have, I don't want to risk my health. Do you run or do you paddle away? Well, I have to paddle. I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's not shallow water. I can't. 
but you get my just point. Just busting your balls. Yeah, figure of speech. So, um, yeah, so, dude, just point being, man, for the, for the newbies out there, and even if you're not a newbie and you're just doing this shit despite the fact you know what you're doing, like, just stop being an asshole. Stop being an inconsiderate asshole. Like, you know, like it's surf etiquette, man. Like do a little bit of research. There's a book that a former pro former world champion surfer named Sean Thompson published. It's called uh, the surfer's code. And he puts 12 rules in there. What every surfer should do in the water. It's super common sense. But a lot of people in this world, as you know, Jerry don't have common sense. Just uh, pick up the book, fucking read it, learn some goddamn surf etiquette and stop cutting other people off out there. It's, it's simple. That's it. In regard right. to that. Common say, sense Sandra? is no longer common but Not uh as much as it used to be yeah yeah you know i've never surfed one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid was yeah. north shore yeah <laughs> that was on like religiously so i watched it and that even teaches you within the first 20 minutes of the movie you know the surf code the etiquette yeah you can't yes. just hot dog in uh -uh. or you're gonna get your ass beat by yes. the hooey and that's the problem and, is that is that and the same thing in Point Break too. They you know yes. go after Johnny Utah. Like the, the the thug I get you know I mean obviously I'm not saying you're condoning violence you know and like or thug yeah, behavior or anything like that but um, at a certain <laughs> point if you're being wronged repeatedly, it's the I mean I I don't know how else the person's gonna learn. I mean I I speak up but I don't know how much vocal fucking scolding is is how how much good that's doing you know. I'm not sitting here advocating for violence. Just my point is, is that it's gotten more peaceful out in the lineup. Yeah, the the, inc the incidents of the ho of Dahui or the old school like Point Break style surf gangs, like it's not as prevalent as it used to be. Territorialism is not as prevalent as it used to be. I'm not sitting here advocating for violence. All I'm saying is, fucking dude, just follow the rules, man. There are basic rules of etiquette in surfing. Learn them and follow them if you're going to be one of these assholes. And I'm primarily pointing my finger at, at these Cal Poly students who have come in here because I didn't notice this as much in the summer. It's only it's in the last month, month and a half where it's really gotten worse. And my feeling is that all these Cal Poly students got here, they're not actually going to class. They're only doing the virtual shit. So they have all this free time and the smart ones, hopefully most of them are not partying or engaging in large gatherings, but the downside to that is they're missing out on a lot of the college experience. So they're surfing and finding other things to do. Oh, they're not missing out. They're, well, are you going to talk about, are you going to talk about Pirates Cove? Uh, yes. Cause I know at one point we're going to do an episode on Pirates Cove, but yeah. what happened this weekend, there was what, like 200 plus kids that went down there. Can you say that? Rowdy. Can you say that story? Can you say that story? And we'll, and we'll talk about it in just a second. Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's a whole other story. We'll get to that in one second. Yes, like there, okay. there's, um, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. The, the nude beach here, which is really like a half nude beach, half regular beach, was overrun last weekend by. A, we'll talk about that in a second, but just a blatant violation and disregard of, of every pandemic measure that's in in place right now. Um, I, I I just wanted to, let me finish my gripe real quick. So the surf etiquette thing I got out, out of the way. Just fucking watch watch where you're going when you surf. That's it. Just watch where you're fucking going. And two, and this message is for the city of Pismo Beach, which to me has been one of the most irresponsible backward cities in this pandemic for the simple reason that it doesn't feel like a pandemic if you go there ever, ever. Not one moment. Yeah, not one moment in this entire pandemic have I gone there and there haven't been mass crowds of people in restaurants, walking on the street, on the beach. And for some reason, the city of Pismo is just welcoming it 
I'm guessing just to, so that the local businesses don't suffer economically, but this thing is never going to fucking go away if we don't social distance and if we don't fucking maintain that spacing until like the cases go down to close to zero. Without doing that, it's never going to go away. And Pismo seems to have no regard for this. But what my particular gripe is, is that there's a series of steps. I think Shell Beach is part, the municipality is part of Pismo, I'm guessing, right? Yes, Shell Beach is actually Pismo Beach. Pismo it's Beach is still just like, one thing, it's like a neighborhood or separated. Something. Yeah, right. So, so here's my other gripe is that Pismo Beach and Shell Beach, which is all governed by the same municipality, they have a series of steps that go down from the cliffs above where you park to the beach. These steps are narrow. And for some reason, the city of Pismo has decided not to acknowledge the fact that it's impossible to fucking social distance if multiple people are on these stairs. People are loitering on the stairs just to Which check out the view. So one of the stairs is at Ebbs Park. One of the stairs is at uh, so like three, right? Spyglass. Yes. One of the steps is where the volleyball courts are at Pismo. Those are the three you could think of off the top of my head. Okay. And there's just endless people going up and down. No fucking social distancing. Like, you could bump shoulders with a person going the other direction. There's no signage saying, maintain space. There's no signage saying, don't, don't loiter. What I mean by that is some people, like, are walking up and down the steps. They just stop and hang out yeah, on the steps. Pandemic or no pandemic. I hate people who like to walk in a doorway and just stand right there. And just stand there. You inconsiderate fucking prick. Like it's the most selfish, narrow-minded thing Bro, to do. Like it's you need to go insane. surf right now. Yeah, I do. I mean, well, <laughs> I'm I'm fucking riled up right now. Well, I feel like we all are, but my I'm riled up primarily because it's we're in yet another heat wave here. My house is 95 degrees inside. Um, Damn, dude, I, you are crabby. I'm crabby, dude. And and get and like, off my lawn. And we have like another fire. There's more like the air is fucking disgusting again. Like we're breathing smoke again, dude. It's just, yes. I guess I'm just frustrated because I, I feel like there was this urgency for a little while, for like maybe two months when the pandemic started to shut everything down and try to prevent mm -hmm. the spread, right? Why are we not doing the same thing? Why haven't we done anything like that for global warming? Like this is why, the reason why it's so damn hot right now, the reason why the air quality is so shitty the reason why the world in many ways is going to shit. People don't talk about the fact that one of the ramifications of global warming and the increase in temperatures is a rise in viruses and bacterias. Okay, like... Wait, wait, say that last part again. As the earth warms, it's going to give rise to more viruses and bacteria that can infect okay. human beings. Because viruses and bacteria, in most cases, not all, but most of them, they like warm weather. I know, I know right. that doesn't apply necessarily to COVID. I, they say COVID, the sun or whatever, kills it. I don't know if that's true or yeah, not. The but, yeah, the UV. But in generally speaking, microbes thrive under warmer weather. This has been one of the warnings that has been issued for decades about the increase in global temperature is that we're going to see a rise in diseases. I, there is, I don't think there is much of a correlate. I mean, I do think there is a correlation here to a large degree. And for some reason, the world just totally fucking shut down for two months to control a virus. But when it comes to the catalyst for the virus, which is A, animal abuse, and B, global warming, we don't do shit about. 
And it's all because of economic interests, and it fucking saddens me, dude. It really right. does. I don't want to go against your point. You I don't know. You can. I, don't, I don't care. Well, because I, th- I think you do bring up a lot of valid points. I just don't know if the global warming and COVID go hand in hand. But it was funny. You did say something about, like, bacteria and other things manifesting in warm weather. weather. Yeah. And I did read an article the other day about the brain eating amoebas. Yes, dude. Those are all in the freshwater. Right. Yeah. And they were saying they, they thrive in warmer waters, mm-hmm. like ponds and certain things. And that even in like Georgia, certain parts of Georgia, maybe even Florida, that they're Florida, telling people who go into la- yeah, when they go into the lakes or the ponds to wear the nose clips. Yeah. And don't inhale the water. Don't I, I just now. I just would not go in that water. I mean, not during the middle of summer, at least. Like, um, it's crazy, dude. And, th- and I'm not going of... in any pond in Florida. There might be Fair a enough. crocodile in there. Fair enough, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, the point is, is that these warnings have been in place. COVID, which you could directly attribute it to, would be animal abuse because we've known COVID exists for a long time because we've seen them in an animal a form called... of COVID. A form of COVID that is not mutated to spread in, an- in humans. But there was a form of COVID in an animal called a pangolin, which kind of looks like um, uh, like an ant, like an anteater kind of. Mm-hmm. They reside mostly in China, and that's how this whole fucking damn thing started. They have these. So you these, believe it went from animals to humans? Strongly, strongly, okay. absolutely. Because because it's not like this is not a new virus. It's just it mutated to jump to humans. We've known about its existence. Here's another thing that should frustrate you, Jerry. Did you know decades ago? They actually were working on a vaccine for COVID just in case this happened. And because governments were being fucking cheap and going, nah, we don't need to do that. They, they backed off because of money. It's so insane, there's a, another crazy story. And I don't know how true this. I never saw the article. I saw the uh, somebody take a picture of, uh, I don't know if it was USA Today or LA Times. It was the weekend. It was the Monday after Kobe Bryant died. Uh-huh. And obviously on the front page, you know, Kobe dies in a helicopter crash. Yes. And off to the left side, there's an article talking about how the work is on their underway for the COVID vaccine. Yeah. This is in January 27th because I think Kobe died on the 26th. Yeah, well, because because it was as early as like December when reports were really starting to come out. Barely. Uh, in China. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Yeah, and you know, and a vaccine typically takes eighteen months to two years to process, develop, and then distribute. Right, the dis- distribution part is probably one of the hardest parts. And here's the weird thing about the COVID vaccine: when it's finally developed, is it's not like you can just take it once and you're fine. You got to probably take it like once every two months. Really? You know, like oh yeah, I mean, it's just like the flu. Like like they. Well, the flu is once a year. No, well yes, but but the flu the is vaccine. also but the flu is also seasonal. Like if the flu thrived in summer months. It wouldn't just be a once a year thing. And some, they recommend for older people to take it twice a year. They, they recommend older people take the flu shot once in like September, October, and then a second time in like January, February, because your immunity wears off fast. Same with the same thing with COVID. Our immunity, I mean, we're only going to be immune to this thing when you get the vaccine for like two months. So let me ask So we got to constantly pump ourselves with that. Yeah. So obviously I'm not a virus expert. I'm not either. I, I just do research. Oh, you're yeah. not? Oh, great. That's good to know. My aunt is, uh, funny enough. She, <laughs> she literally is, but, but her and I fight because she's a virus expert who also took, like, the Elon Musk route of, like, tough it out. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, okay. <laughs> okay that's, but yeah. so you kind of 
have to listen to her because she knows more than you in that field, right? Yeah, an epidemiologist. Yes, that is her. So let me ask you this. Should, I don't know how dumb or intelligent this, this question is going to come across. Do we keep the virus around and let it run its course, you know, do the way where it goes through people? Will it disappear? You mean like or herd immunity? Gonna, that's, yeah, that's part of it. Or uh, are we doing a bad thing by creating a vaccine that actually keeps the virus alive? Well, it wouldn't keep it alive if everyone did it. So, so my, my finger is pointed at the anti-vaxxers who are going to resist. Um, well, I'm not trying be... to be an anti-vaxxer. I'm just curious to know. Well, well, well no, it works. Because we, I mean... we still don't know much about COVID. Some people say you get it once, you never get it again. No, I don't know. No one who's ever said that. I've never once saw, heard that. It's just like, like well, I said, it's a, it's a variant of is... the flu, right? It, it comes back. Your body eventually forgets. The antibodies wear off and you get it again. We've already okay. had reported cases of people getting it twice. Well, that's the thing. I've only read about maybe three or four cases. But the other issue is that there's all this is this is what makes this whole thing chaotic. Mm-hmm. Is you hear about all these false positives, false negatives. So a person could have been deemed as somebody that got it twice but they might have gotten a false positive the first go around. No, the, the, the ones that have been confirmed, they're rare, but the ones that have been confirmed are individuals who have suffered twice. Okay. Like they got it. They were miserable. Because some people then, say you can test positive for COVID just by getting the flu shot. I've never heard there's that. There's no, well, I, I, what I, what I, there's what so I do, many herds what and I, not herds. What I do know is that the testing itself is still not 100%. Right, which is um, why a flu can actually maybe throw it right. off yeah possibly but i don't know all, all i do know is that we vaccines, on here. vaccines do work questions. i mean for example measles would have been completely wiped out if it wasn't for anti-vaxxers uh you don't get chicken pox until way later in life if ever and the second one is called shingles because of either you get it or you get a shot we didn't have vaccines for chicken pox when i was a kid by the way apparently they have it now um, so I, I got that damn thing. Did you get it when you were a kid? Chicken yes, pox? I have a scar on my forehead from it. That's crazy. I know. So kids don't know what that's about anymore. That's that's really weird. Yeah, people, all of us as kids, at one point used to get all these dots all over our bodies that would itch, and it would be like scabs. two, three. Yeah, and, we, and you might get scabs from it, like Jerry did. And uh, I guess <laughs> I lucked out, I guess. But uh, dude, yeah. And so it's crazy. So the point is, vaccines do work. It's just, but it's just when it comes time for this. We're going to have to, I mean, you just, we're just going to have to like, it just has to be part of your routine, I guess. Just go, go to Costco or wherever you get your, your, you know, your, your flu shot and get a COVID shot every two months. Um, unless everyone does it at once. If, ev- if everyone agrees to do it, yeah, it would go away. It would go away, but not but everyone's going to do it because the vaccine. Yeah. But not everyone's going to do it. There's going to be a lot of people who just are dumb assholes and they resist. What if know? everybody and, quarantined for three weeks Would the virus die? No, you have, to be, you have to quarantine for like two months. Two months? Yeah, this thing's resilient, dude. This is a nasty, the nastiest virus in recent history, without a doubt. Yeah, dude, it sometimes lingers. It lingers. Like, the only, like, like New Zealand, I, don't, I never found out why New Zealand suddenly saw new cases. I'm guessing people snuck in. But There was speculation that it was from the food that was being imported. <gasps> Fuck, really? So, you know, you brought up earlier how I go to, Cal Poly and I walk on the track. Yeah, and yeah. There's a group of soccer players. The soccer team's out there like every day. 
and one of the guys is uh, from New Zealand. And yeah, at one point there were at zero cases. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, maybe ten people got it. I don't know. Yeah, it was like a sudden little spike, and they shut everything. Was a I, spike. I love. I love that New Zealand is just just shuts down if it comes back until it's gone. I wish well, we did that. It's easier to control a smaller population though, and they're True. an island. True, but I mean, it's an island of five Multiple million islands. people. Slow, for example, has two hundred eighty thousand people. We couldn't just all collectively fucking lock down for two months. Like, I mean, well, you're talking about residents. You're not talking about the travelers or the tourists. Tourism. Well, if we well if we shut shit down to prevent tourists from coming, you know, yeah, Ooh, we we as a, as a community, slope, my friend. and and then and the, but then you just expand that mindset to every community. You know, like if every community just decided for two months. Shut this shit down. It would be gone. We, we well, just won't do that. Going back know? to your New Zealand example is yeah. the fact since they're an island and, you know, it takes what, 16, 17 hours to get there. I think mm -hmm. it's easier to stop it is. people it is. to come in versus somebody coming on the 101, making a pit stop or staying at a yeah. hotel. You know, that's hard to control. Yeah. yeah it's just crazy. Anyway. But so... I was saying, saying with the soccer player real quick is uh -huh. like, he said that, there was a theory that it might've been coming in on the frozen food that was being imported. So uh, but I don't is, know what the final result of that was. So this is part of my torture, right? So I, um, so shortly after all this started and, and uh, I don't want to go into too, too much detail on my personal life, but literally like right when this pandemic started, my relationship of nearly five years ended and I came down to slow expecting to, you know, regroup and recover and then fucking the world shut down. So I've just been isolated and fucking dealing with this on my own. Uh, so, you know, I've had therapy, you know, I see a therapist once a week. I encourage everyone to do therapy. It's fucking healthy. Um, if there is a stigma still get over it, you're not weaker in any ways. If you decide to see a therapist mm -hmm. and she was helping me a ton, man. And, and, I, and I was recovering and I was starting to get there. And then about a month so she ago, disappeared, right? she disappeared, dude. And like, I don't know, she left me one voicemail saying she had to go in for surgery. So I don't think it was a COVID thing, but I don't know. And dude, ever since that stopped and it's been about a month now, my OC, do you have OCD? Like, are you like, do you touch, are you, do, do you have an aversion to touch like door handles and shit like that? <laughs> no? no, I'm a weirdo, man. I'm, I'm I know you are. <laughs> and so I've always been like, like, I, I just don't, I just don't like getting colds and flus period. Like some people just get Nobody them and can handle them, but some people can handle them better than others. Right. Like I just turn, sure. I turn into a little baby when I'm sick. Like I just, I'm mm, miserable. You're one of those. So I try to like avoid it. You know, I don't, I don't want to get sick. I try to avoid it when I can. So with COVID and especially since I have read stories that, if you that that the virus can survive in fridges and free especially freezers for like up to a month so my ocd dude oh my god i'm losing my mind like i can't even eat food comfortably like i can't like i'll eat food and sometimes Cyrus, I, if like food dribbles Maybe you should I'm stop like, reading i know dude ignorance is bliss you're right you're right it's one dude. of those like, weird things right the it, more no, you read the more paranoid yeah, you're right. you get you're right dude the more informed you are yes like Dude, like if food dribbles on my face, I have to, after I eat, take a shower, fucking scrub my whole body. Dude, I'm, I'm losing my mind. What? I'm losing my Wait a second. mind right now. Yeah. If you get a little bit of ketchup, you're eating some fries, and, and ketchup ends up on your cheek, you're yes. going to go take a shower? Eventually. Yeah. I'll like, well, what's stop. eventually? I mean, we like, all within, the, within the next hour or so. Like, I won't just stop the meal and do it, but I'll, I'll finish eating. Because I feel like in my mind, I'm like, okay, there's a possible contamination officially in effect. So in my mind, I just can't be relaxed until I scrub it clean. And I can't do it like in the sink 
because that shit goes all over the place. So like Virus. it starts dribbling on my hands and my arms. And then all of a sudden I I'm paranoid I about you, that. I, I, I hate I, I hate my life, dude. No, no, I'm very, <laughs> Don't say that. Don't very say few that, people man. say that about me right now. Yeah, I mean, if, if certain people know how bad it is. It's never been this bad. I, I need to. You see know what's funny? Some... Here's the irony about you. Because what was your when we first met back? What 23, 24 years oh, I was ago? A, I was so different then. I was no, not no, 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 no. Then. I'm not I even not have this. I did not have. But this what was then, your dude. what was your radio name when I we started remember. out at Cuesta? DJ Psy? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> what was it? What Cyrus the virus. Cyrus. I didn't come up. Did I come up virus. with that? Was that my, I, I came so, up with yeah. that? Because yeah, came... I think at one point I would just call you virus. I don't think I coined that. I think other people did from the. It started from the movie Con Air, where the bad guy was Cyrus the virus. Okay. Um, I don't think I ever coined was. my. Maybe I did. I don't know, man. That was a long I mean, time it was ago. Going back twenty three years ago. Yeah, yeah. But ago. I wasn't. I wasn't a weirdo in the head back then. Like I back then, dude. I <laughs> wouldn't care. I wouldn't give two shits about getting sick or touching things. It's just it's just for in my twenties, this neuroses fucking just evolved in my mind. I don't know what happened, but you know, and man, it's anyways, weird too man. because sometimes I. I nobody likes getting sick and you know like you said you you turn into a baby some people tough it out yeah but actually getting sick it, and it sounds dumb but it's actually a necessary thing because that's what system, builds you your immune system yeah i know i i just i've heard that but it's just i just don't i yeah no Cyrus, i know man. i know man i know dude it's just it's a struggle it's a struggle so i gotta look I gotta don't ha- first of all let's get something straight don't <laughs> say you hate your life I'm not, are you happy in life right now? I don't know. I haven't met anyone thrilled, who's bro. I'm are you really? Thrilled. I'm happy hey, for man, you. Hey, man, I'm above ground. I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm, I'm for above you. ground, dude. That's good. That's good. I, I mean, could be things be better in my life? Of course. Yeah. But, I mean, don't get it in your head that, you know, you know. That, yeah. I, and I think, a huge, I think a huge part of my weirdness right now is just the fact that I'm so alone. You know, like, mm-hmm. like I, th- these podcasts are almost like fucking therapy sessions for me. Like, I'm enjoying them. And I'm only doing three. <laughs> Uh, maybe because i'm making yes. fun of you i don't know but like you know you make fun away man i'm not thin-skinned but i you know i think oh, it's just we'll being, see <laughs> but well it's just i think it's just being alone so much and fucking so yeah. just in my thoughts all the time and like if i was out there like at work or if i'm socializing I, you don't have time to fucking dwell and obsess on these things you know it's just i feel it bad, is a weird dude. time it is a weird it's time because that's why you see divorces on the rise oh, you're for people who are quarantined together you know couples that are quarantined together they're dealing with each other that they've never done with before. Um, yeah, I mean, there was possibilities where I was gonna have to work from home and I'm a social person. I need to talk to people, I need to roam around and to be trapped in my room for a 10 hour shift would make me go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who are having a rough time during these last six, seven months. Oh, dude. You know, but you're not alone, yeah. my friend. Thanks, man. Alone. Thanks, man. So, and, and you need and a that, hug. And that's why I'm somebody whole, else. <laughs> but that's why that is why I guess I'm so passionate and, and I guess angry about the surfing thing. Is like that's the only thing that I'm fucking right. You know, I, and it makes I, sense. Just, you know, at least I, I surf in the morning and the rest of the day, at least I feel okay. You know, and like my neuroses is not as bad. And yeah, dude. So it's just, but it's just fucking when I go out there and it's like people are just coming right up to you and fucking ruining your experience. It just it just makes. Have you thought about paddleboarding? Um, no, dude, because I know I, I might at some point if I'm old, if I get old, I might try it. But um, no, man, it's just because to me, that's cheating. That's not real surfing. Dude. Well, like, not, you, you're you're using an oar because you're using an oar, dude. Because with that oar, you can catch waves before any of the surfers. 
So Wait, if, paddle boarding? I thought you were just out there stand up uh, paddleboard. Standing on the right? board. Yeah, stand up paddleboard. Oh yeah, well you can surf too. And there's a decent okay, amount of people that. that do it. Um you're saying just stand up paddleboard and just chill? You mean like go out into Bay Cove? And stuff? Out. Yeah, that might not that might not be a bad idea, man. Because I mean, obviously I'm not trying to deter you from surfing, but I mean there's all alternatives to being in water, I guess. Yeah. Like hikes, like I'm, I'm waiting for this weather. No, I'm down. just saying, still be in the water, but oh yeah, 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 without without actually surfing in a line. Because I, yeah, like I said, I don't surf, but there is something I don't know, serene and beautiful being in nature. You know, some people prefer to be in water, or like you said, some people prefer to be on hikes. Yeah, um, it's it is it is a beautiful thing. It is, man. So that's my conclusion of my my venting, my my bitch fest about. The surfers out there who aren't following etiquette in the city of Pismo Beach for not being in any way hygienic or health conscious in regard to those stairways. Um, dude, come on, step it up. Uh, Pirates Cove. Let's talk about that, Jerry. This has been talking about, I mean, if we're going to talk about slow and the central coast, this has been probably the story that's been discussed the most. And, and here's a weird thing about Jerry about slow is that we are in our own little bubble. And what I mean by that is uh, the vast majority of what happens here. Most people outside of this area never hear about. They never know about, right? Like Kristen right. Smart be might, might be one of the major. Yeah, like the Kristen Smart case, for example, is one of the rare stories that sometimes gets picked up nationally. And even oh. then, we mostly hear about it. Um, well, dude, I mean, kind of <laughs> deter from pirates. But yeah, I mean, from 96 to what, 99, we had three girls go missing. And that oh. put us on the map, which was kind of, nasty because uh, yeah slow got known for these three missing girls yeah um but yeah we could talk about that on another episode yeah but the my point, girls. yeah so my, my, my whole point was is just that what's what happens here oftentimes stays here it's like it's like right. vegas uh except minus the casinos and the clubs and all that so strippers. um and the strippers yeah we have, we have what one strip club in santa maria has that opened yet by the way has that reopened <laughs> something's open Dude, I, I, I mean, you just heard me talk for 10 minutes about how messed up I am, my mind is right now. I, you're, you're not going to catch me going into that place, but I am curious. Is it open? <laughs> are, are strippers back in business? Is there any compassion for sex workers who have probably struggled mightily in this? I mean, you know, like, you're asking great <laughs> questions and I don't have any answers. So what happened to Pirates Cove, Jerry? Lay it down. So, you know, it's expected when the students come back into town, you know, that's an uptick of what? 10,000 kids, you know, ranging from 18 to 23, 24. More than that, and, right? Isn't it like 15? I guess there's some uh, locals, though, too, right? Some locals getting admitted. Well, I'm also including Cuesta. Yeah, so the number oh, should Cuesta be higher. Even. Yeah, yeah, anyways, yeah. Go ahead. So sorry. there's always a couple times throughout the year. There's like Cesar Chavez Day, and I'm assuming this would have been, well, not week of welcome. But anyways, so a, a group of kids – decided to go to Pirate's Cove and throw a rager. And there's a video that's gone around. And I don't know how many people were out there. Uh, 300, I don't know. It's hard to tell. And they're all bunched up together. It drinking, was that partying. big? Like, it was 300 people? Well, I don't, look, I'm not a I'm going to Google this right now. I haven't actually looked at the story myself yet. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, check out KSBY. Look at Monday's uh storylines and yeah so kids just what you expect at a frat party or any party there's you got a bunch of kids together 
partying, drinking. There was girls tackling each other. Um, yeah, man, oh it was a God. world star. Oh, my God. W- was yeah. this a, a Greek event? Do you know? I doubt it. I mean, it could have been, but as you know, one place throws a party, it becomes one big party. Yeah, I'm, I'm at Slow Trib's website right now. Mackenzie Schumann, who was a guest on this program a few weeks back, wrote the mm. story. Cal Poly is now investigating a video. Yeah, they, to- they're doing an investigation to see who those students are, and I'm not sure what the repercussions are going to be. It wouldn't surprise me if, um, if it was... Oh my God! You know who? And, and so you know, you know who hosted the video is the Cal Poly Barstool, Barstool. page. I want to yeah. get that. Per, whoever's behind that, I would like to get them on the show once because they do show some funny stuff. Are they actually tied in to Barstool? Does every college campus I, have their own Barstool? I would love to. That's what I would love to find out. Um, I'm going to share my screen with you real quick, uh, and let's play the audio of this party. Even though it's not going to really be that pleasing aesthetically but this is what it sounded like (laughs) all right that video is of two girls in bikinis wrestling on the beach all right so that's video so just in this video alone i want to say 300 is a big number i would say maybe 50 just this cluster right here you're talking about 60 people but Here's we're not another, even talking about the people other way around and slightly dispersed. And I'm sorry this, to the people listening because this doesn't really do it justice just hearing these mobs. But here's another video. And so these videos are basically just two girls in, in bikinis. Mm. Well, one of them was wearing a one piece. They lie down on the ground. Clearly everyone's, clearly everyone's inebriated. Right. And there's a mob of people surrounding these two girls. So it's almost like a pit. And when they say one, two, three, go, which, which you all did here, the girls jump up and start wrestling each other. And, and it seems Was it like wrestling or tackling? Is there a difference? Either way, they jump, they're, they're yeah, they engaging jump up physically. They, yes. I don't know what the goal is. I don't know if they're trying to like, pin the other person. Well, the men are entertaining. I don't know what's so entertaining about it for the women. <laughs> Okay, I guarantee you that a Greek organization is behind this. I guarantee. I'm sorry, I'm oh, laughing, dude. I mean, they called it, was, it laugh. It's it is. It's so it's so it's so it's fucking it's so out there. It's funny. They call this the Oklahoma drill. Okay. Whatever that means. I guess you Google that. There's a there's a. Well, I'm assuming. Yeah. This it's a football must drill. be. It's a football drill. So this must be. Oh, you know, it could be the athletic team too. This this is either. I would guarantee you. This is either the Cal Poly football team. No, or or one of the fraternities. Possibly. I mean, here's here's video. One more poly kids. One more video here. Wait, what was what? What was that? That's just like a one second video of someone lugging. They're lugging yes. something out of the ocean. A cart. A so cart. my buddy calls this pirates COVID. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. So so it's just basically a bunch of. I mean, look. See, here's the hard part, Jerry, man. You and I both remember what it was like when we were young, right? We both did some stupid ass. Hey, man, I'm not old. Well, when we were younger. Older. When we were younger, <laughs> we both did some stupid ass shit. I certainly did a lot of dumb things. Like, I, I, I try to put myself in the shoes of college students right now and, like, what I would be doing if, if, the, if I was 20 instead of 42 in a COVID world. 
Yeah, I'd probably be out there partying. Yep. I mean, I probably would be. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if I'd do this. This is obscene. I was always smart enough back then even to understand what a digital footprint is, what evidence is, you know? Like, I would never Just do come something. Come on, Sire. I remember oh, dude, you used to tell me about your hazing. The hazing. My, well, yeah, but th that's behind closed doors. No one's recording it. <laughs> and yes. Yeah, technically, and, you're right. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, at one point I was in a fraternity. I'm not, it's not something I'm necessarily proud of, but I'm not going to sit here and express regret either because many of my best friends in the world I met through that. And I was not one of these like Republicans in there either, right? Like I was not one of them. Um, we just, it's just a bunch of friends. And, and years later, and it was only until years later, I kind of realized that it's like, it's, that's where college Republicans are. And I, it wasn't until later I realized most of my fraternity brothers are hardcore Republicans. Like I'm not, I don't affiliate with any, political party but i i don't think i've ever voted republican you know that's just not what i affiliate with in terms of values are you opposed um, to voting republican am i depends on the candidate like if there's ever okay, a republican who comes if there's ever a republican who comes out and actually gives a shit about the environment gives a shit about animal rights and gives a shit about education you might have my attention i have yet to meet one so that's what's important to me to me like those three things are vitally important and I never hear that as being an important topic from the Republican Party. I never hear it. So until it is, I'm not voting for you, man. I mean, look, everyone's different. Everyone has their own values. I'm not judging you. I have students who sometimes who are Trump supporters or something like that. And um, if I ever express my views to them, I try not to. I, I let them know immediately, like, if they think differently, they're not being punished for it. They're welcome to express their own views. Um, that's just how I feel, man. You know? I don't, and anyways, uh yeah, so Cal Poly's investigating this thing. So what can what can Cal Poly really do for suspend. somebody who's off campus? They can suspend because um, there is a uh, code of conduct and that follows you. Well, yes, and, and well, when in a pandemic, my understanding is that every Cal Poly student has been told or informed, whether it's through an email or something, that there a part of the code of conduct with this pandemic is not participating in social gatherings like this i don't know if you can kick them out of college per se but if they live in the dorms they're fucked they could definitely get rid of them then um, right going back to like i was saying with the the soccer kids who's out there they you know they've been in ranging from about five to 15 guys out there scrimmaging amongst each other and they kind of had a a full-on non-sanctioned scrimmage a couple of weeks ago it was like mm -hmm. 11 on 11 and somebody called it in and said, hey, there's a group of guys playing soccer. They're fully going at it. And they got reprimanded. They were told no practice for two weeks. Hmm. And they were out in the open. And, and now they are practicing officially starting last week. And there are guidelines yeah, for sports. the soccer team. Yeah, but outside, I mean, if they decide to go play pickup soccer at a beach, I mean, you're telling me that Cal Poly can follow them and say, hey, you're not social Well, again, because there's a, there's a, it's part of the code of conduct. Yeah, okay. like, because, because, for example, like at Cuesta, like, uh, uh, athletes are practicing now, right? Like water polo mm -hmm. teams. I don't know. I don't know how you're 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 managing the water polo team. I mean, they're they're clawing at each other. They're like inches from each other. Well, as um, far as I know. All these athletes get tested on a, uh, I don't know if it's a daily basis or every other day, but Cal they are Poly, yes. tested. Yeah. I'm guessing Cal Poly, yes. I'm, I don't think that's the case at Cuesta. 
So okay. I don't know how, I don't know what's going on. The only thing I've been told with Cuesta is that um, they get temperature checks before mm-hmm. each practice. Mm-hmm. I don't Denver understand what, yeah, and again, I don't understand what the point of that is. It might help prevent some of the cases, but. Yeah, it's just of, one of the symptoms. It's just, yeah, but again, f- approximately 40% of people are asymptomatic. So your temperature check is missing nearly half the people. That's, so that's why I'm saying, what's the point? I mean, what, like, why even bother with that? Um, anyways, the, the, the report from uh, Slow Tribune is saying it was, over, it was approximately 100 people at, the, say at, this, at this gathering. I'd oh, say at least God. a couple hundred. Oh, my God. You know what's crazy, man? I was out surfing uh, just yesterday at, at Shell Beach, um, and I met this girl out there who is a photographer. That is one of the cool things. Like, surfing is, like, the only time I socialize a little bit. Well, I'll just start gabbing with other surfers out there during lulls. And, uh, and she, she told me she's from New York, but her dad lives in slow. So she'll come visit. Um, and I asked her, I'm like, Oh, you must be super stoked. You're here. I mean, I, to me, New York city is the greatest city in the world, but right now, I don't, I don't know if that's the case, you know? Um, cause I so think New York is just like any other town in America right now. Yeah. I mean, it's just, exactly. So it's just, it just, you know, the whole social elements out, but I asked her, I'm like, so with that said, you must be super much happier that you're here. And her response was no. Because in New York, even though there's way more people, they're also being responsible there. Like, everyone's wearing masks. Everyone's social really? distancing. And here, it's just fucking reckless. Kind of like what I was saying earlier on about Pismo. And I don't know if it's because we're getting so many people who just keep visiting here from all different parts of the state, especially like Bakersfield, Fresno, where we know cases are higher, where we know they're not being as responsible. Um, well, do you think maybe because New York in the beginning had way more deaths that kind of maybe shocked their system? I think that's part of it, and part of it is they're just educated. They, they, people who live in a city believe more in the societal structure and being a part of it and doing what's best for society. Whereas if you live in a more rural place and you're not as entrenched and ingrained in society, you're going to have more of a conservative viewpoint of leave me the fuck alone, you know? Um, and we're, we're like a very middle grade. This is a very moderate place, right? I mean, would you agree with that? Like, we're not conservative. We're not liberal either. It's kind of like a middle of the road. The Central and Coast, like Slow County or San Luis Obispo itself? The county, the county. Slow itself is pretty um, liberal, but... I don't know. I think it's more closer to conservative. Yeah, you might be right. So, and typically in places that are more conservative, you're seeing less caution. You're seeing less safety measures um, because... Well, yeah, because the numbers of the COVID in this county, the higher numbers were from Paso Robles and Paso Atascadero. Yeah. which is north of San Luis Obispo, is more conservative. Yes. So, um, anyway. And they but, had the higher numbers. San Luis Obispo is the bigger city in the county, but yet Paso had the higher numbers of COVID. It's the biggest city, right, Slow? Yeah, but not by much. You know, we're, what, 60,000. Paso's like 40. Where do you, where do you like come 30. up? I've heard some other people say that. Where do you come up with that 60,000 number? Because the the the... When after this latest census, I'm sure they're going to change the the city limit sign. But that city limit sign has been saying forty three thousand for like thirty years. So yeah, I don't I, think I, that thing's. I, been I believe updated. you. I know that's what I'm saying. But they're supposed to. They're supposed to update it every ten years based on the census count. Well, I think we're definitely more than fifty, right? We must. Well, there's all this new development, and with that comes more people. So I can. I, well, can I we imagine. let's uh, let's see. Let's check out good old Wikipedia and yeah, see Slow what County. Wiki says. So today, the news report is on October 1st. I can't believe it's October. Um, Slow County adds 20 coronavirus cases. By the way, before we go, dude, you, you text message me 
One of the greatest okay, just to interrupt you show it says, ever. Go ahead. Estimates about forty-eight thousand. And I guess oh, I I okay. jump up sixty because with students and all that stuff. Oh yeah, during like college, yeah, 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 all that. Yeah, 60, that's 65. fair. That's fair because they're not permanent residents. Right. Um, dude, you send me, but you send me this uh this video. Are we which, doing a callback? Which uh, but no, I have to I have to get it off my text and I have to send it to an email so I could play it on the. We're talking about Larry King. Larry King, dude. Like, so all right, when so I first... I'll, 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 we're doing a callback from episode one. And you had mentioned that Larry King, every once in a while, we had to get a f- phone call from San Luis or Louis Obispo. Or I, I've heard him say Louis. In this clip, he, he goes Louis. Yeah, he has a little Z. Yeah, he has a few it. Zs. <laughs> and so I told my cousin, like, hey, uh-huh. I'm doing a podcast with a buddy of mine. Check it out. Just, you know. Give me your review. What do you think? Yes. What do you say? And <laughs> within two minutes, he sends me a Larry King saying San Luis Obispo. That's amazing, dude. Yeah. I've been, I was looking for this forever because the but intro of the show. The ahead, craziest sorry. story. It's a lady. Do you have the lady's name? Uh, here, I well, anyways. Yeah. You'll, you'll, we'll, we'll play it in a second. So Larry King goes, so and so from San Tara Louise. Reed's mother. Tara it's Reed. Ter- Tara not Reed, Vander, by the way. Not Van Wilder, was... Tara Reed. No, no. <laughs> no, good ref, great reference, though. <laughs> uh, no, but the, the Tara Reed who accused Joe Biden of sexual assault. Correct. Correct. And this video is from 1995. And this is Tara Reed. So Tara Reed is from Slow? I'm not sure. I think I tried looking up her bio. I think she's from maybe Monterey, but okay, her mom close. lived, lived or lives here. And co- would call into Larry King. Called in. Because I think it was. Oh, it was a specific about, story. Yeah. I think it was about subject. There might've been harassment. And this lady calls in is like, yeah, my daughter works for a prominent Senator and she wants to file a complaint, but she's afraid because this guy is kind of a higher rank. Well, let's, let's listen to it. You can see my screen still, right? That means yes. we can, the audio is working. All right, here we go. We're back. A couple more phone calls on this very important topic. Our guests are former United States Senator Howard Baker, Richard Allen, former National Security Advisor, and Lois Romano of the Washington Post. San Luis Obispo, California. Hello. Yes, hello. Um, <laughs> San Luis Obispo. Right. A, a staffer of the washington post san luis obispo california hello <laughs> the washington post san luis obispo california hello. he's trying to san, add some flavor on it san luis obispo obispo that's the part that really sounds funky is the obispo part. and it's goes, funny obispo. and maybe because i'm from here when you look at the spelling of san luis obispo it's not that complicated Oh my God! I, I, and the thing is, I know he's had for some reason this area would always get callers on his show. I never understood really? why. Oh yeah, this is like, dude, he like almost every show he would at least have a caller who called in from San Luis, but he'd, he'd usually pronounce it San Luis Abisbo. I've never heard him say Abisbo. That was different. That's amazing. I'm gonna put that in our intro. I'm gonna re-edit that. Tell your friend that is G. That is gold. That is absolute gold. So yeah, so Tara Reed's uh, mother yes. calls in and is talking about how her daughter works for the senator and she wants to file something, but she doesn't know what to do because he's kind of prominent. And wait a second, you're, wait, you're, wait a second, you're saying this cl- the same clip 
ties in Listen directly to it. with the modern sexual assault accusation? Hold, Bro, on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Here, hold on that's a why second. I sent you the clip. I thought you sent me the clip because I was looking for ages for Larry King saying San Luis Obispo. No, dude, I texted you. Not only because he I know. says it like that. I thought you were just, that was just like an added. I thought that was the, just an The added. lady that calls in. Listen, listen. Okay, let's listen to this one more time here. Alan, former national security advisor, and Lois Romano of the Washington Post. San Luis Obispo, California. Hello. One more, one more time. Washington Post. <laughs> San Luis Obispo, California. Hello. Yes, hello. Um, I'm wondering what um, uh, a, a staffer uh, would do, do besides go to the press in Washington. My daughter has just left there. Uh, after working for a prominent senator and could not get through with her problems at all. And the only thing she could have done was go to the press, and she chose not to do it out of respect for him. Or she had a story to tell, but out of respect for the person she worked for, she didn't tell it. That's true. Well, yeah, but these are the people who do come to the Lois Romanos, right? The mm -hmm. staff worker who says, I want to let you know about what's going this on, either going with my boss or the guy down the hall. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these people have a sense of obligation. They feel that this public official should be accountable if it's something wrong. The whistleblowers to the press. Interest. That is crazy. Yeah, dude. So that's how he knew about the video, and it just so happens that the she was in San Luis Obispo. That's crazy. Yeah. And she didn't go to the press back in 93, but she did earlier, finally after 27 years. Took oh, it to my the God. Press. That's funny, man. Harassment's I mean, we, we, not funny. Well, the, her, her, no, harassment is clearly <laughs> not funny. I... I still question the accusation, but that's that's um that's an interesting little twist. I didn't know about that. It's a little that. jam, ain't it? Yeah, I mean, she came out with like certain some evidence that she brought it up way back when, but there was never any specific. Even there, there was no specifics, you know. So we can't really know for sure. Well, but dude, I mean, just because it shows a society. I mean, twenty-seven years ago, sexual harassment was like, huh? Like nobody. It was, it's true. It was not as commonplace. That is true. Um. Or at least wasn't as reported. I'm sorry. It was not nearly as much. Yeah. I'll be honest. The first time that it came uh, to the forefront was when Clarence Thomas Thomas mm -hmm. was nominated for the was a Supreme Judge. Supreme Court. Or, or Supreme and Court then, Judge. And Anita Hill accused Anita him Hill. of there was sexual harassment or assault. And you're right. Yeah, that was it became a huge deal. And he still got he still got voted in. Uh, nothing's changed, huh? Nothing's changed. No. Um, all these, well, a lot of stuff's changed. I mean, Time's Up made a huge difference. A Did huge it? difference. You don't think so? No. Oh, I've seen, I mean, you look at all the people's careers that got uh, ruined, justifiably in most cases. Just, yeah, yeah. You know? Most cases, but not all cases. Not all cases, no. But, I mean, look, I mean, Harvey Weinstein came down. I mean, the man was a monster. So. Yeah, and the biggest people who promoted Me Too were his best friends. Like who? What do you mean? Oprah. Oprah was like was was Harvey Weinstein's best friend. Yeah, that's why she's been gotten a lot of backlash because she promoted him heavily, that's and funny. when he was getting taken down, she never, you never heard a peep. Well, that's not good. Mm. Uh, Hollywood elite. Anything else you want to cover before we wrap it up? Be nice. Be We've been doing kind. this like an hour and a half. That's crazy. Yes. Be learn nice, your be surf code. <laughs> surf etiquette. Just fucking etiquette. learn your etiquette. Just common sense, right? Have common sense. Come on, people. Come on. Don't throw big parties on the beach that everyone can look at. 
And for Cyrus sanity, give him space. Um, give everyone space. Just fucking, dude, respect people's space, period, right? I mean, don't crowd me, bro. Don't <laughs> crowd me. Cyrus, you're my uh, homie. You're a good you, person. Don't be so hard on yourself. I know. I'm trying, man. How's McCarthy's going? Have you know you what? been there lately? Um, I haven't been out of the bars in a couple of weeks, two, three weeks. Okay. How come? Are you just happy because uh, your Lakers are going to be world champions? Congratulations. You know what? That series when they were is so up over. 32 points last night, I was still nervous. That's crazy. I, I have to watch from a distance. That's when you know you're a true fan, is that you don't feel good about it until it's like over, over. Yeah. Right? I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You know, my mom likes to text me during the game, and I told her yesterday, don't text me. Uh, this I had to tell over. a cousin to don't text me. This series is over, dude. This series. I is hope. Over. I hope. But you know, I've seen crazy things, and I I'm just... with. I'm with you though. Like my um, my ex girlfriend, for example, in 2016, texted me. Oh, the when big the Warriors year. were. Up. Yeah, I've had people do this where the Warriors were up three one. Mm-hmm. She said, "Congratulations, baby." I was like, "I was like, you god damn it! Why did you just send that? Like, why? Like." And then literally, like, right after that text, Draymond got suspended, and then it all went to shit. I remember Was that back the same in... year, too, where you guys almost got eliminated by Oklahoma? Yes. Yeah, in the same playoffs, the Warriors came back down 3-1, and then they lost the 3-1 lead. But the 3-1 lead they lost and that's was, largely, 69... was largely because Draymond Green got suspended. Would have never happened if the NBA didn't fucking help LeBron out. And then, well, uh, Draymond is also an idiot. He, I mean, he deserves some responsibility, but again, Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and agree that what he did warranted being suspended for an NBA Finals game. No, right, they don't others, lose that series. No other star player in the history of the four major sports has ever been suspended for a championship game. That's the only time, and it's because LeBron James walked over him, and then Draymond. <laughs> Gets the flagrant foul after the game, not during the game. Don't make it after sound the game like it was so peaceful. It well, was let me ask. A little chippy. You, it was a little dirty. Yeah. So does that warrant him getting suspended? I know he kicked Stephen Adams in the nuts earlier, but to suspend him—that was to me that was insane. Of course, yeah, it's questionable. There's no. You're not bringing up uh, a wrong point. Uh, if it's it was Steph shady. Curry, he doesn't it's get shady. suspended. Suspended. It's, it was just shady, and yeah. I, I'm still bitter about it to this day. But whatever, man. They won three titles in five years. They'll be good again next year. Congrats, <laughs> congrats to your team. Don't, uh, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, and the other thing, I, yeah, speaking of which, in 2011, uh, the 49ers 31%. and the Baltimore Ravens were in the Super Bowl, <clears throat> and the 49ers were at the five-yard line with four downs to get into the end zone and win the Super Bowl. Yes, yes. And this, and this girl who I was never involved with romantically, she liked me. And we, I, was just, it was just, I just wanted friendships with her, nothing more. She texted me, congratulations, I wanted to fucking murder her. And <laughs> sure enough, four downs, did not get in. And they lost oh, that game. You also have to remember, wasn't there a, a violation that they overlooked? In that, in that, in those four downs, there was something that happened that we should have gotten. I think there might have been a pass interference. 
Oh, and the very last play. I mean, oh, no, no, no. The shady part was they ran this bootleg play, and Kaepernick would have easily run in, and then the refs fucked it up somehow. I can't remember if they, like, blew the whistle and canceled the play after it was hiked because of, like, some – I forgot what the reason was. Yeah, do that. Well, whatever. That's, That's what shitty. I'm thinking of, but something yeah. happened. Well, the power outage went out. That's what that game is most uh, notorious for. But, but I thought you were going to bring up 2011. That's when uh, the Heat, I believe, were up 3-1. Yeah, but the, I don't care about them. Da- uh, Dallas. I don't care about them, though. I'm only turn- telling you about teams that <laughs> I'm emotionally invested in. My yeah, sure. The 49ers, who I've given up on Jimmy Garoppolo. Given up. Well, we're winning. I know, that, I know, but they're not going to win the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, I, I, my standards are so fucking high with the Niners. Like, I grew up spoiled rotten with that team. Definitely spoiled. Yeah, but the problem is it's been 22, 23 years since they've had a 26. franchise quarterback. Since they oh, won the Super okay. Bowl. Yeah, but since they've had a franchise QB, it's been that long, man. I'm, I'm fucking tired of this. Like, dude, like, how do you go that long without getting a quarterback who's a fucking superstar? I know they don't, they don't grow on trees, but, dude, invest a little bit. Research. Find your one, franchise one quarterback. Wrap up. Yeah. Did you follow the ja- uh, the draft, Alex Smith and Aaron Rodgers? Of course, dude. I, I would I, you have gone with Aaron Rodgers at no, that time, knowing what you knew then? I no, no. I I I didn't. I, I remember both of them being questionable picks. Like I don't remember being excited about either one, but I also didn't at the time judge them for drafting Alex Smith. In hindsight, right. of course, everyone fucking does, but. At that moment, no. There was no way to know Aaron Rodgers was going to be, like, the next great thing, you know? Yeah, because the Niners um, also could have drafted Tom Brady, the local boy, and they didn't. Uh, yeah, but he was a sixth-round pick. Everyone exactly. made a mistake. Yeah. Right. Anyways. All right, brother. Love you. We'll do this again soon. Love you too, bro. Uh, maybe Keep the your next head ep- up like Tupac says. Thanks, Thanks, man. And maybe the next episode we'll do the kink show. Yes. Uh, I yeah. want to get our guests on because if and when the world ever does reopen, there is a kink scene here in Slow that I'm curious about. And um, a friend of mine here in the area, she helps organize it, basically. And, uh, and, yeah, so I'll be listening. <laughs> you'll be asking questions, too. You'll be part of it. All right, brother. Hope everyone right, enjoyed bro. the show. Yes. Later. Peace. Well, let me get to the point. Let's roll another joint. Turn the radio loud. I'm too alone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.